Episode 57 of Small State Big Takes. Steve Scott is not with us tonight, so we're not going to hear what he's got. Uh, opening take, Josh Martin, what are you farting? Oh, that sounds terrible. <laughs> sounds awful. Can I still slow to it? doesn't roll like Steve Scott. What oh, do you I know. Got? That thing just rolls off the tongue. But Josh Martin, what are you farting? <laughs> Perfect. The Washington go. Nationals are fucked. <laughs> That's my big take. Okay. Two-run homer by Yasmani Grandel in the fucking top of the first inning. They are fucked. All right. They're done. Yeah. All right, Gilly. About what it? about you? All right. He just disconnected. Perfect timing. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, not sure what that was about. We'll figure it out. Let's see. Uh, okay, we'll go postseason big take. Yeah, this is mostly going to be a baseball episode. Uh, yeah, mostly actually. Probably all of it. Because the Red Sox just, you know, everything's baseball right now. Uh, my big take, we talked about it a little bit last week, but I still really think the Cardinals are just weird and they're going to win the World Series. The Ast- Not in my bracket. The Astros? Hear me out. Are too good to win, so they're not going. I to. couldn't agree more. <laughs> couldn't agree more. It's like the Dodgers uh, every I year; mean, they're just too good, so they're not going to win. They should have won last year. They would have beat that Dodgers team too. But I mean, I'm with you. Like the Dodgers. I mean, the Astros are like, yeah, we're just great at baseball, but we choke every single year. They're just way too good. Seems like. Seems like the uh, the thing to do. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I got them choking the Tampa Bay. The Astros. So. Yeah. Okay. So. It's interesting. First round exit. Dude, you're a closet Tampa Bay fan. Yeah. No, definitely. Okay. It's wild. I uh, I think I'm adopting... Like, I've never really had a second baseball team. But... I'm back. Okay, welcome. Yes. Sorry. Yeah, that was weird. It was perfect timing. As in, I asked for something, and then you just left. Yeah, talk for a minute, too. And I didn't hear any feedback. I was like, oh. I guess guess you guys aren't feeling it. All right, so what do you got? (laughs) Um... I don't know. It's kind of funny because it seems like it might be on par with what you were just talking about in terms of a, another baseball team. But I got to wonder. It, this whole Mookie Betts thing has me really worked up. And I've never had the feeling before that I actually questioned if the Red Sox blowing it and trading Mookie Betts for, for pennies on the dollar would convince me to, to root for another team. I, I, I know it wouldn't because my ties are too strong because of history, family, region, everything. Yep. But at the same time, the thought actually crossed my mind today where I said, wow, could that could that be enough of this ownership to like really screw things up? And it wouldn't be, but Pains still, just went the fact deep. that I thought about it. Oh, Nationals are done. 
Yeah, hey, Josh's Josh. big takes holding up. Nationals are Tostitos. It, yeah, dude, what would it take though for rocks. you guys to for you guys to lose your faith in the Red Sox organization as a whole into a banish ship? Oh, is it possible? Okay, so those those are two different things to me. Losing okay. losing faith? What? Yeah. Sam's making you, his you got first a big appearance take? on the podcast right now. Probably. You want to give a a big take? Sam's making his debut. Mookie gets traded to the Angels. There you go. And they signed Garrett big, Cole. Big take from Sam is who's their ma- is. Come on, hey, give me back? the content. Who do we get back? Get him on the mic. Okay, he 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 edited it. Minor minor refaction here. Mookie stays for the year. He they won't trade him. Oh, until the trade deadline. To who? Jesus, this kid cannot make up his mind. I don't know. Trade him to someone at the trade deadline, I guess. Get some crappy single-A prospects. And then he's going to sign with the Angels. And then it'll be yeah, it'll be, it'll be Trout, Garrett Trout Cole, anyway. Shohei Otani, and Mookie, and Mookie Betts. There's your oh big take. God. We'll follow that, follow that up crazy. in... Uh, yeah. <laughs> About a year. Yeah. Um... Back to what Gilly was asking, what it would take for me to lose faith in the Red Sox. One, I'll start there, trading Mookie Betts. I've I've jumped on the ship. Um, I had the mindset for a while that's like, oh, you just got to get something for him, blah, blah, blah. But I've abandoned that ship, and I've jumped on to the, if you trade Mookie Betts, you, you're, you're an idiot, and it's disgraceful. Basically, I've done yeah, a complete 180. I'd rather keep him next year, ride out the whole season with him, and let him walk than get some 24-year-old double-A prospect that might be as good as Jackie Bradley Jr. one day. And hopefully, hopefully we'd actually make a play for him in free agency. Oh, rather yeah. Rather than just be like, oh, we tried. Exactly, I but, agree. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. I would rather do that than be like, all right, well, at least we got something just in case he doesn't sign yeah. with us. Like, no, Especially because I think they're going to be good enough to – they're going to be – I think they're going to be better than they were. I think the 2020 Red Sox will be better than the 2019 Red Sox. I hope so, but I mean, I I just think that they with Mookie Betts they definitely should be better, and I think they will be better. Um, I've also we've kind of been on this bandwagon, but bringing Porcello back just makes way too much sense at this point. Because with a fifth starter, what are you looking for? You're basically looking for a guy that had a down year that can just eat innings and go out there every fifth day. And that's what Porcello did this year with his worst year of his career. And to me, it makes too much sense just to bring him back for a one- or two-year deal at like, I don't know, seven, eight million a year. I think that makes too much sense. But... What would make me jump ship from the Red Sox and just be like, I'm done with you until you do something else? Is that kind of what it is, or just done yeah. altogether? Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, that in terms of like, not maybe not done altogether, but at least like, you know what? I'm going to just be a baseball fan for a little bit yeah. and not worry about the Red Sox. If they lose JD and Mookie this offseason, I, I will be very close to doing that, I think. 
That really? Might, yeah. I don't know, man. I could never just like hop ship. Like, not that I could. I don't know. I can't say I couldn't because I was. Or at least put them on the back burner. Like, be so mad not... at them for doing something so stupid in face of trying to win. If you let JD Martinez and Mookie Betts go this offseason right now, I, I'm gonna you have. Know, a, I'm gonna me definitely jump I'm ship. Gonna... You add one more. You add one more piece of the puzzle to that. They think the Chris Sale salary is so bad that they dish him too somehow. But the thing is, there. Imagine. I think right now, in order to even consider that, they have to attach either Benny or JBJ to that deal. No kidding, I and, and I think that's even worse. And it's just wholesale. Like, yeah, we're fucking done. Like that would make me mad if they they went further than JD and Mookie. Like, there's already insult to injury once like you don't re-sign JD and, and stuff like that. But if you go further than that, that's where I'm starting to like really get uncomfortable and just be like, yeah, I'm just not gonna I hear that. What if that's part of the plan though? I would, you know what though, and I don't. To be honest, I don't know if I hundred percent agree. If sales at the point where they would need like crazy, crazy sweeteners to take him on a contract somewhere, just because pitching is sparse. Yeah. Like a team like the Brewers, like they're desperate for pitching. Like they're out there basically throwing a bullpen game sort of today, and it's like with the season on the line. Like you, I think that they would be willing to pay for Chris Sale, a guy who's not going to sign there in free agency probably, because uh, they'd have to trade for him. And just take on the salary. I'm not 100 sold on that. However, if that was like the reality of the situation, I think I would probably be okay with either maybe like Price being traded with Ben Intendi for I don't even know. I shouldn't say whatever, but if that means that we're all in on signing Mookie and paying Mookie, then I would be okay with that. Okay, yeah, but that's a different argument too. Because yeah, no, I, I know. Go- I'm just saying yeah. if that's like an ultimatum type thing where it's like, all right, do we need to get 30 million off the books? in order to pay Mookie, then I think, I don't know, and I don't, I, I like Penitenti, don't get me wrong, but at the same time, I think he is what he is. I don't I don't know if there's another step in terms of what he's going to be doing. I hope there is, but. I agree. My back? Yeah. Yes. Well, anyway, I wouldn't necessarily trade Penitenti. I don't know if you said that in the last 10 seconds. I but... kind of. Well, I'm just saying if that means... If trading Benintendi uh, as like a sweetener to get rid of some salary like Price and Eovaldi that will allow us to keep Mookie or at least to commit the money to Mookie, then I think I would be relatively okay with it. Not that I so want to do that, but... Would you that's... be okay with it being Sale and JBJ and then keeping Benintendi and going after Mookie? Yeah, but a little less so. Just because I, I feel like I, I'm still holding on to Sale, to be honest, personally. I would rather them trade price but i understand sales yeah but i don't uh, yeah but you know you're going to be able to get rid of sale i don't think anybody's going to take price's contract even with the sweetener i just don't i just don't think i think evolved is the least the least like tradable thing right now see i think that's quite the opposite but that's just me you think people want evaldi i think people would take evaldi yes absolutely i mean I've been a big Evaldi guy anyway, but I don't know. I, I think he can do a couple of different things, even though this, the salary's high. Like, you can put him in any type of role you want. So whatever fits your, your club, 
Like, you know, some sometimes you trade for people that, hey, I'm only going to be a starter or I'm just not going to play for you or, you know, I'm just going to retire because I'm already at this age or whatever. Like, there's people yeah. that won't do the job. And Yavaldi will do anything. True. And $17 million per year isn't crazy high for a starter. So if a team wants him for no. that. Exactly. I, I mean, if it's reliever money, so sure. But. At the end of the day, the main concern, like he's he's not a six ERA pitcher, just like Porcello. They're they're not that bad. They had exactly. career worst years, but the main concern with Evaldi will just be injuries and healthy. Like how many innings is he going to get? Yeah. He has been hurt almost every season. Like at he's this, had what two surgeries at, on his elbow? Yeah, two of the same. He's had the same surgery twice and two Tommy Johns, I think. Um, but he hasn't so lost power. That's the thing. No, but he was I know, bad but so many year. teams have guys like yeah. that, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's always a guy on every team where it's like a Garrett Richards type where it's like, oh, if he puts it together and gets, stays healthy, True. he could be legit. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like they – I don't know. You never know if teams would be uh, – if they see something in Eovaldi. But, yeah, no, it's, it's interesting. But, yeah, that's my main takeaway is if trading, like, Benintendi require – or is the what we need to do to, like – keep enough salary off to, to keep Mookie Betts, then I'm kind of okay with that. Yeah. Because we're going to have to pay Benintendi pretty soon anyway. True. We have, what, two years or three years? Mm, I think it's three more with Benintendi. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty decent amount of time. If we're already paying Mookie by then, like, I don't know. You'll at least get something for Benintendi, even if he's, like, average Right, like through those three years, like we'll we'll get something good for him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, and I, I, I mean, there are no rush necessarily to trade him, other than the fact of like just uh, just kind of if that's what it takes to get rid of a price sale Eovaldi contract, right, right. Then the, you know what I mean. But yeah, because otherwise, his arbitration money probably isn't going to be crazy right. high. It's probably going to be a few million. Few ben million. Tendi yeah, made seven hundred thousand this year. That was an arbitration, though. True. First year, yeah, he's got all his arbitration years left. So he'll probably, I don't know, he'll probably make under 10 this year. I'd say, I guess, between yeah, 5 and yeah. 8, and then, then slowly creep his way up. Right. Like, like for example, JBJ made 8.5 this year in his second year. So I would even, yeah, I'd lean more towards 5, I think. Yeah. We have team control of Devers for one more year, then three years of arbitration. So. Yep. Like, in another four years, we're going to be talking about this again. I mean, the one thing that, looking at those two guys, right, and looking at Mookie Betts, we're going to be running into, we're going to be losing both of those guys. It's just like, how how do you want the future to be? You know what I mean? Do you want it to be with Mookie Betts, or do you want it to be with Devers, Benintendi, and, you know, a couple of other guys, like... Well, you have Xander locked up. It's all preference. Well, I know you that, have sale but all I'm saying up. is the next four years, like, I want Devers. I would want to keep Devers for a long term. So if we can have one or the other, I definitely want Devers. Over who? And if we're talking about over, over anybody, anybody that we could... Over Mookie. You know, potentially bring up. Or, I, don't yeah, know. I don't think they're that worried about Mookie, though, in that sense. Or uh, Devers to, to pay Mookie, right? Because it's like... No, I don't think... The, it, it, no, I don't think so. It's the... Cause it's all yeah, the... By the time that overlaps, you're you're not worried about price or Yavaldi or even You have $80 sale. million dollars 
into well, you price, sale, and evolve this year. Or uh, uh, in 2020, right there. There's $80 million in three pitchers. Um, what is Erod making? Erod's got two years left. He made four and a half this year. That'll probably double or close to it. Oh, true. Um, so he'll be made, that's like almost a hundred million into your rotation after you sign the fifth guy, probably. And then you've got, and they want to stay under that 208 number. So you've got 20 in Xander. You've got 13 on Pedroia. Um, you've got four to Vasquez. And then depending on what happens with JD, there's another 24. Mookie will get 30 for arbitration, whether he's here or not. So there's a lot of there's a lot of pieces. JBJ will get probably around 10 for his final year. Um, Brock Holt is gone, sadly. Um, I don't know. If, I mean, you, know, you guys want to talk about that for a quick minute? I feel like Brock Holt leaving has been all over like deal. social media, just because he's like. No, he's not the flashiest player. He's not the best player, but he does a lot of little things well. Obviously a great clubhouse guy. Obviously one of the most popular players in the fan base. So I think that'll that'll hurt. But he's going to get the bag because he had a good year. So I don't blame him. You know what I mean? Uh, a couple of I don't know. I don't, I don't know how much actually he's going to get paid, though. No, he's not really. I mean, if he wanted to stay, he could probably stay and take a, a substantial cut. Yeah, he had a decent year for like a platoon guy, but you don't think? Uh, I mean, you think Brock Holt got like a three-year deal somewhere? No, I don't think so. I mean, what team would? I, I feel like every team has a guy similar to him. It's like, well, let's look at Josh Harrison. What he's making right now. You he's know, like kind of a decent cop, I think, where it's like, okay, round $300 or a 300 hitter. I know, make a few like, million per year. I know I'm like more on the anti-Pedroia side, right? But if Pedroia can come, come back and actually produce, I'm all for not re-signing Brock Holt. But if you sign Brock Holt and or platoon Brock Holt and start Michael Chavis at second... And we can get rid of the Pedroia money somehow. I'm all for signing Crockle again. I, yeah, I don't know how the MLB works with that. To be honest with you, in it's terms of like injuries. Yeah. Well, they, isn't there like an insurance clause where like they could like get that money back somehow? They can, but I don't know if it still impacts the salary cap. You know what I mean? Towards mm. the luxury tax? I have no idea. Um, That's a good question. I've got a, I've, yeah, I've got a feeling Pedroia is going to try to play again next year, and it will kind of be the, the do or die at that point. But I think the money is going to be on the books. I don't think he's going to retire, yeah, and if he so. does, I don't think it will be till the end of next year. I think he's going to give it one more go. That's just who he is. It's just killing the team, though. I know it's like for him... Financially, it's like the best option, but it's only thirteen mil it's, though. It's, it's like crazy. Yeah. Well, yeah, but only dude, he hasn't played in two years. 
Like, that is a good amount of money. Like, we could re-sign Brock Holt, and he could actually give us something. They just paid Pablo you know Sandoval I mean? $20 million this year. Well, yeah, well, that's just fucked anyway, but... Han- I think... Oh, no, Hanley wasn't on the books this year. He was last year, though. Last year. I'm just saying, in general, it's money that's kind of locked up in, like, a purgatory spot, you know? Honestly, they, what they can do, though, is is kind of give him the Resny treatment where they waive him. I could see that happening next year, potentially. And then if nobody claims him, which nobody probably will, then he's, he's still getting paid. Technically, he's a, a Paw Sox player. Yep. Just as long as he accepts that assignment, at least for the time being. But that'd be interesting. Yeah. I don't know. That's going to be a, a tough situation, but... Uh, yeah, it is. It's absolutely a tough situation. I just hope they do it right. I just uh, the, that right side of the infield is going to be interesting because I think I've talked myself out of being a Marco uh, Hernandez believer. I, I don't think I buy it anymore. He was hot for a little while last year, but he walked three times in sixty games. Struck out 42. OPS just over 600. Uh, Like, I don't know. Um, See, when he was playing well, people were saying, why do we need him and Brock Holt if people are, you know what I mean? Like, with a full roster, obviously injuries happened and we were in a weird spot, but I don't know. You're right. He he really fell off the face of the earth there, so. Um, In a perfect world, my infield for next year. Opening day would be obviously Dever Xander, and then Chavis Dahlbeck. Mm-hmm. Personally, at Chavis at second. I don't know how you guys. I don't know how you feel about that, but I think uh, I think Dahlbeck will be on the team, either as a first baseman or the DH next year, depending on what what happens with JD, because they're not. I think they're going to wait. I feel like they're gonna if they're going the cheap route with a lot of the stuff, they're gonna try to uh, kind of stretch him out as far as they can. Yeah, Yeah, to be honest with you, but he probably should be on the team next year. But maybe that means them. I don't know, not signing some bum, but like there are so many so many cheap power first basemen that are always available. But we could always trade uh, Mookie Betts and Bobby Dahlbeck for Pete Alonso. Oh yeah, I'm sure they gobbled. Oh, you know what I did see though was uh, that reminded me. No, the two teams that are supposedly on the market for a center fielder, which Mookie can obviously play center field, were the Mets and the Reds. So, do you think there's any trade potential to either of those teams for Mookie Betts this off season? I saw you're all over that because you want Senzel. Oh, I mean that's with the and I listen. I don't want to do it. I wouldn't do it. But if you're going to trade him to the Reds, I th- I think you get a guy that has shown he can at least hang in the majors and be a pretty decent ball player, plus he plays second base and outfield. I think, and you have him under control for cheap for five, six years. So I think that would be a good fit. But I still don't want it because I want Mookie Betts. No, no. Uh... That he's not going to be on this team. Yeah, it sucks. It's awful. Moment of silence. Yeah. Thinking along those other lines earlier, I was like, man, that would probably be. And I know that you, 
I don't know. Obviously, there have been things that haven't worked out in our lifetime in terms of signing Carl Crawford, signing Pablo, signing even Hanley to a certain extent. Yep. Um, just like overpaying guys. But that would be – this would be like – like I don't – not that I don't mind those moves, but it's like, okay, you saw something in someone and they couldn't live up to it, whatever. You kind of move on and you you hope as long as you can that they're going to live up to it and then it's like you cut your losses. This would just be like – just kind of packing it in. It's like, oh, we don't like. I, I, there's no excuse. For there's it. no excuse. It's your, it's your own guy that you've been with this in his entire career. It's kind of like Xander. Xander doesn't have MVP, but um, you know. And you go down swing and trying to keep exactly. Him. If he wants to leave, he wants to leave. But at the same time, it's like, like you gotta be the the biggest offer on the market. You know, and then figure the rest out after. You know, he's not going to extend. That's fine. Whatever. We get it. I'm past that part. I'm also past the part of trying to get a return for him. You're not going to replenish your farm system by trading Mookie Betts with one year left on his deal. You're not going to get anybody in the farm system that will say, wow, the Red Sox farm system's back to being top ten. We're elite again. It's not going to happen. You're going to get a guy that probably won't even crack the top ten in the Sox farm. Maybe crack the top ten in the Sox farm system for him. It's going to be a super underwhelming return, and it's a bad. I think just think it's a bad look to uh, a lot of the other younger guys. It's like, well, you know, they work like like Devers, for example. We talked about him. Devers produces. You know, let's say he goes on. You know, he makes three All Star teams in the next four years. He, you know, maybe a couple top five MVP, top three MVP votes. And then we get to the point where there's one dear, one year left on his deal, and they're just like, you know what, we got to cut costs again, and we're going to trade him. If they just keep going through that cycle with their own guys, it's gonna, it's gonna be rough. It just makes no sense. It makes no sense. We're not that type of market it's, team. We're not the Tampa Bay Rays. We're not the, I don't know, any other penny A's, pitching teams that athletics. are just trying to, yeah, the A's are trying to be real sneaky like about it. It's like no. I understand that the, the days are over of being like, you know what. Mark took share time. Like, let's just bid up the in gang and overpay this thirty-one-year-old dude. It's like I understand that those days are kind of over. Where it's like teams are trying to be savvy and not make those types of mistakes like we used to, or like most teams did, like mid two thousands, late two thousands. But that's just like you said, homegrown guy. He's twenty-six, 26. turning twenty-seven. It'd be a different conversation if he was like thirty or thirty-one. I would still be upset about it. Like Rendon, but I would have a more of an understanding. Yeah, where it's kind of like ah, okay. How many of those, if you sign him to an eight-year deal, maybe half of those, if that, are going to be um, like, like not MVP yeah. level. But like, yeah, exactly, all-star level or above. It's like with Mookie, it's like, what? You're going to get the prime, prime prime of his career. He's already won you one MVP, so you know he's capable of that. He's really – there's no weak spot in his game. He's probably going to age pretty great in terms of like defensively. You can – I don't know. You can stick him in a corner outfielder spot when he gets older and a little bit slower. He's still smart on the base paths. Like, uh, there's no flaw in his game. None. I know it's gonna suck. It's gonna be a weird off season. It's gonna be a sad off season. <sighs> Not really ready for it, if I'm being honest. But we're almost there. Maybe a weird off season. I wish we could do something. If only there was something we, we could do. We don't even have a GM yet. I well, that's <laughs> another thing too. 
curious what they're going to do with that. It's like, are they going to make this move before they sign a GM? And God, if they do it? I hope that they don't do some bullshit like, oh, we have three GMs thing. Because that's just like, that makes me mad. That's like saying it's nobody's fault when something goes wrong. It's like, not. I don't know. I don't like that. They need to put someone in charge to make the decisions like they have, in the, you know, obviously, most recently and everything. But there's those rumors that they're going to have, like, three, two or three people in charge of baseball ops. I'm just, I hate that move personally. It's like having a bullpen, a closer by committee. It's just, I just don't like it. Don't like it one bit. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if it all is all a sham in terms of their GM search. I feel like, if anything, though, uh, Eddie Romero is going to be the guy. Yeah, I agree. That's the vibe I keep getting, and that's yeah. I don't think an internal white horse is going to come through to save the day. Or uh, in terms of like any external hire, I think the Theo rumors have been squashed. Yep. Which we knew were that was just a super long shot. Kind of a, yeah, but still. Had to believe, but um, yeah, I don't know. Kind of a bummer. Yeah, pretty much. Kind of sad, depressing, depressing. But hey, you know what? What if they they don't? They could figure this out. They could say, you know what? Let's let's make some trades. Let's make this work. Let's let's just pay the luxury tax. I I, I feel like that it's too good to be true, but it just doesn't make any sense of why they're doing that. I wish they would. I know. We could they all we could just money. forget about it. They make Sam Kennedy. Money. Sam Kennedy, I hope you're listening. John Henry, get your wallet out. Pay that fucking tax. And ticket prices are going Stop. up next Stop year. Word. Yeah, exactly. Like, they raise everything else and then just... That's what these small market teams the don't get. They don't get how much fucking money we put into these games. Mm. You know, I see like Padres tickets, Angels tickets, all these teams that consider those aren't even necessarily small market teams either. I think those are kind of in the middle of the road. But man, like raise tickets, how much do you think a raise ticket is? Seven dollars? I could go to a raise game for two dollars when I was in Florida. I bet you, you know what? I bet you, you could. If you like planned out a trip to go to Tampa, planes included, I think it would become pretty close. Plane tickets and game tickets and spending money inside the ballpark. Food. Everything. I think it would be pretty Same close to ticket. a trip up to Boston. <laughs> yep. And going to a Red Sox game. There's a big take for you. Guaranteed. I think it'd be pretty close. I, I think it'd be pretty close. You could fly. You could fly to Tampa, go see two games, layover in Baltimore, see another game, <laughs> and then fly back to Boston and still fucking only see one Red Sox. <laughs> oh my god! I guess flying is pretty expensive, but if it's just like one person, it is. round no, trip. But like you could find. You can get like, there for like two hundred bucks somewhere. I'm sure. Like fucking yeah, most likely like fly even solo if it's airlines ticket. or some crappy airline where it'll be super bumpy and take seven hours. 
So, like, just do that quick math. So, even at $250. Round right? trip. Um, round trip for yourself. Um, let's see. Then, like, $4 if you want to go to two Rays games. <laughs> and then uh, $15 at, like, an Orioles game. Dude, that's, like, two what, two, $267. Dude, you can't. You you would be like in the outfield at a Red Sox game, like in the right right field corner, in the like maybe not grandstand, in the probably right field. Box. For like two hundred bucks, you can get a decent seat, but then you're spending sixteen dollars a beer, you're spending eleven dollars a hot dog. Yeah, it's crazy. We pay good money for our owners to pay good money, so pay Mookie bets. That's what we're getting at. Keep Mookie bets and pay Mookie bets. It's not hard to understand what we're asking here. They're just going to try to smear him, too. That's what's going to be the worst part. They're going to say, oh, he didn't want to be here. And we're going to be like, no, that's not true. He just wants wants to go to free agency. He has the right to do that. He has contractual obligations to go test free agency, which is fine. It's part of the business. We get it. It is a business. Go get your money. But John Henry and Sam Kennedy... I know you guys are listening. We want you to be the ones to give him his money. So just do it. Just do it. If they're listening to to us, I'll be very surprised. Come on. But, come on. Come on. I know. Oh, Brandon Woodruff is going to fucking shut out the Washington Nationals. How about that? There's an interesting fantasy guy for next year, Brandon Woodruff. Because he's not going to be a relief pitcher anymore. Yeah, that that stock plummets because of that. I don't think it plummets. He was like the perfect. He was like the perfect guy for that uh, loophole relief pitcher starter. I don't think it plummets. Ooh, that's a good. Yeah, he's he's probably a top thirty starting pitcher. I don't think Glasnow plummets either. Yeah, he's just so injury prone. Yeah, that's his thing. But but at the same time, that's a risky. Risky, uh, I don't even know. Top fifty pick. If you choose Glass now, to me, I don't know. I I, I like him. Don't get me wrong, but if you're going to spend that early of a draft pick on him, you better hope he's healthy. Yeah, I agree. Fantasy baseball talk. Man, I can't wait to draft. Twenty twenty fantasy baseball. That's going to be so fun. We've only got like uh, five months left. Five and a half. Imagine having Juan Soto on your team for two years of team control at like six hundred thousand dollars. Juan Soto is going to hit free agency at age like twenty-five. Uh, arbitration three is twenty-five. Yep. That's wild. <laughs> so unrestricted at twenty-six. Dude's going to get. Paid. Is Acuna the best contract ever? That like. That still makes me mad, actually. That contract. <clears throat> it made me mad what at the time, like, and it just makes me more upset. Seven years? Um, nine. Like. Like, what? Well, or no. I think it was like he was no, 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 eight year, years. Eight year uh, extension. I think it was like on to starting next year, maybe? Yeah, seven. Through age no, 30. Yeah, so it extended off of his arbitration years. Two years, years. three took, years, 
after his arbitration yeah. with two team options at the end. That's so crazy. Dumb. What? Crazy. That's just. And think of it that way: the annual salary maxes out at what? Seventeen. Any of all these making yeah. seventeen. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Ozzy Albies was also a crazy good deal, wasn't it? Yeah, he's... yeah. I mean, he's not the same player, like not even close. But for he's a good he's a good ball player. You know. You know what though? Pe- teams must be or not teams. Teams love it, but players must be a little bit. They pissed. must be livid, be like the players' union. Yes. They must be pissed. Even Ozzy Albies, too, realistically. Although he, he lost, uh, he lost a few years of his, because he's getting paid until twenty twenty six, and he's only twenty two right now. Or are they all taking this money? He, he, yeah, but look at that! Look at that deal, though. He's getting paid what? But Cooney is insane. Like well, that's just yeah, so dumb. I, I considering. Agree. But you're right, Ozzy Albies too. He maxes out at seven million. It's wild. It's just stupid. For a guy, I mean, he's only 22, consistent mid-20s power, and his average went up 35 points this year. OPS went up 1,000 points this year from last year. So, yeah. Dumb contracts. Sign Mookie. Sign Mookie bets. Yeah, I'm getting stressed out about the Braves not being the ones to pay Mookie because they're like, oh, well. We've got Ozzy Albies and Ronald Acuna combined for twenty million next year for the next five years. Why not pay Mookie? It's hey, contracts coming off. Really Why not? Who would you want from the Braves? I don't know anybody Jeez, in their farm I don't system. No, they have a loaded pitching farm system. Like, uh, they have a lot of pitching talent of just like random dudes. In terms of like, you got like Soroka, you got the. Um, the other dude there. There's another starting pitcher that they kept uh, with a cool name, Tuki Chusant. Oh yeah, he's like, he's interesting. Fulty. Um, yeah, fuck Fulty. <laughs> I know you're a Fulty guy, but I am I a Fulty guy. To do with him. Me and Shane were Fulty. He scares guys. me. I stayed away from him in every single fantasy baseball league. Yeah, this I year. didn't want to touch him this year. Next year, maybe. He made me look silly early, and then he he kind of fell apart late, didn't he? This Watch, year? We'll get Jonathan Carmargo and yeah. Francisco Cervelli. That's what we'll get. Is Francisco oh, Cervelli on the Braves? Yes. Yeah, yes. that's news to me. Is he, he stopped catching, though, correct? Yeah, I believe so. Which I don't know how valuable he is without that, but whatever. Tell you what, too. This is interesting thought that I had earlier when we were talking about the Red Sox farm system and everything like that. I think that... I, I you can't even can we be that upset with Dave Dombrowski for trading away who he did? It's not like I still think I to know. me the only one and I was for it at the time, but looking back on it, I don't like it was the Pomeranz trade, considering they were like, Yeah, these medicals are really messed up, you can have Espinosa back and he didn't do it. I, out of all the tr- yeah, all, but- out of all the prospects that I gave up but Espinosa hasn't done shit. He's had like two surgeries, so we don't know how that'll end up. And Pomeranz did have a very yeah. good 2017? Yeah, 2017. It was really good. Yeah. Espinosa hasn't pitched since 2016. Yeah. So, at the same... So, even there... But still, I know what you're yeah. saying. In the moment, I had that same feeling where it's like, uh, what, you don't want to undo that? Like, okay. Right. 
But I mean, realistically, though, that's the thing. I, I, I think what it stems down to, though, is that the Red Sox and Red Sox fans might not want to hear this, but at the same time, I think it's the reality of the situation, and it has been for like our lifetime at least, because of the market that the Red Sox are in. They perennially have an overrated farm system. It's always just like hyped up guys that I don't know. Some guys pan out for sure, but at the same time, we had always been in like the top five, top ten, easy of of having uh, farm systems. But at the same time, it's like I don't know how many of those guys panned out in the last little stretch here that that we traded away. Some top guys too. No, no one's really done anything. Yeah, even back to the days of Casey Kelly, and I know prospects are like that in general, but like I don't know. I, I think I don't know. I, you can't knock Dombrowski for that, in my opinion. So that's what I feel bad in that sense because he he knows how to pick and choose. He didn't trade Devers in any of those situations. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But and I don't know. Uh, going back further, props to Ben Charrington for not trading Mookie for Cole Hamels. <clears throat> True. There was a lot of people that were mad at him for not doing that, and he didn't do it. Uh, relating to that though, I do think that the White Sox, the guys you got for Chris, you traded away for Chris Sale, are going to end up being really good. But you That's have true. Chris I mean, Sale, yeah. who was awesome for two seasons, right? Uh, not, uh, not obviously not good this past year. But you have five more years of him. Uh, Yon was really good this year. Took a, took a step, and I think Kopech's going to be pretty good. Um, I don't think Yon's going to win in any like MVPs or anything, and I'm not sold on Kopech winning any Cy Youngs. But I think uh, Kopech will be a pretty good two or three guy out there for a while, and mm-hmm. Yon will, I, Yon will be pretty, you know, probably get a few All Stars or something. But he'll be an elite second third baseman. If I, I'm still doing that trade ten times out of ten. Yeah, I was gonna say it's already, so, it's already worth it in my opinion too. Yep. Yeah. Who else? I, Chris, I do I the, mean, I do I don't the know. Cam- I love Chris Sale's mentality. The what? No, 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 I mean just like just Chris Sale in general. I like. I think he's a good influence on the team. But also too, if you don't make that trade, a we probably don't win a World Series. We definitely yeah, don't. I, I would say. Do. Um, but at the same time, it's like even if we trade him away to get rid of his salary, what do we do for a rotation? You know what I mean? I don't. Yeah, like, I don't know. It's I don't rough. Think price they is have good no pitching depth. I think that's obvious. Yeah, it's Hector Velasquez right now is your fifth starter, and he is awful. Just insane. <laughs> I don't know. It's, and it's not like there's a lot of starters out there. It's like look at the Brewers. They were trying to get starters all year. Of like, okay, we'll trade for flyer guys that try to sign guys that don't get uh, big contracts. But that's another reason nothing really worked out for them. There's another reason why I want them to bring back Porcello, especially because you know he can handle the media here, and that plays a big part, I think. Uh, he can handle the media here. He's shown he can pitch in Fenway. I mean, I remember his Cy Young year, he was unbelievable in Fenway, and he works his ass off. Um, so I still want to see him back. And going back to the Dombrowski thing, I still do the Craig Kimball trade 10 times out of 10. Um, I'm trying to think of other, like, <clears throat> at the time, trading Jalen Beeks for Evaldi. Clearly, last year, Evaldi was awesome. Signing him, maybe, will end badly. It certainly hasn't started, didn't start, hasn't started good, so that's to be seen. Um, I'm trying to think of other, um, other trades that he do. Mar- Mauricio Dubon and Travis Shaw to the Brewers. Yeah, that trade didn't 
work out too well. But it's starting to fade out for the Brewers as well, so. And then, um. But they did get two good years out of Shaw, so. Yeah, no, it's probably, it was worth it for them. Yeah. Totally worth it for them, actually. Uh, what else, what else am I missing? Oh, the, uh, Buttry for Kinsler deal, probably not great. Yes. But at the same time, you're kind of just like, I don't know, relievers are weird. They could be yeah. awful oh, one year, and then it could be Ty Buttery had a really good year this year, out of nowhere. So, I don't know, it could be, you know, it's weird. Yeah, no, I get that, but and at the time, I, kind of, I understood it. I, but I, same. Still, just like, okay, the one thing that was the biggest question mark, and we're reaching out of that depth of like young, at least interesting ish arms Mm -hmm. and doing that for a, a flyer second baseman for that will make an error in the world series and blow Nathan (laughs) of all these epic performance. And, uh, people don't talk about it too much and they hate the Red Sox farm system. But from what all all I've seen, like you guys follow Red Sox stats on Twitter, right? That guy is constantly tweeting about these promising young guys that are in like a ball right now. Like, I I wouldn't be surprised next year to see that, like, the Red Sox were, like, a bottom five farm system coming into this year. I wouldn't be surprised if, like, don't don't get me wrong, their top, like, their triple-A guys and some of their double-A guys right there, they're kind of weak. But I feel like down in single-A, they're showing a lot of promise. So I wouldn't be surprised to see them jump up and get into the teens this year. There's another big take. Sox, big take. Red Sox farm system will crack the top 20. Oh, yeah. Tell you what, a guy that's risen up in the ranks there after being uh, kind of traded for as a flyer, Marcus Wilson from the Blake Sweetheart yeah, trade. Yeah, I know. Sweetheart. He's young, too. Well, yeah, right, he was like 22, 23 maybe? Yeah. Younger. He was, he was like three or four years younger than Blake, I think. Yeah, a little flyer, though. I like yeah. it. I don't know. It's... If he turns into something, that's all right. Yeah, that'd be cool. Even if it's a platoon corner outfielder bat. Yeah. Yeah, they got some interesting guys down there. We'll see Cassis soonish. Uh, not at the majors, but as far as you know, at least Double A. Hopefully, he'll get to Gilberto. He, he, should, he should get to Double A this year. Gilberto Jimenez, nasty outfielder. He's the next Miguel Mar- uh, Manuel Margo. For me. <laughs> Just don't trade him, please. You know who's going to get a shot next year? As a big, t- not not a huge take. Well, I don't know, sort of is. Sam Travis. He's going to get his. He's. They're going to. I think they're going to give it to him. Is gone. They're going to yeah. give him first base to start the year. I don't hate that. I think so. Honestly, or at least give him. It's his job to lose one of those things. Uh, yeah, and then you know, if it doesn't work out for the first two months, that's when you call up Dalbeck. I could see that. Yeah. Although, and you know what, I wouldn't hate them if they uh, if they signed Mitch Moreland to a one-year deal. But I feel like it's uh, yeah, I know. It I probably like doesn't make sense to, to pay a guy like that because you'd probably have to pay him at least five million. Yeah, or around that. And it's like, okay, if you're trying to trim salary, might as well put Sam Travis on the team. Oh, I wish he didn't get hurt this year because he was balling out. Moreland was. Remember at the beginning of the year when everybody was playing awful and Moreland was just hitting bombs? That was funny. <laughs> that was good. 
yeah, so all in all, obviously not a great year for the Sox. Go Twins. Uh, Go Twins, hell yeah. Quick, uh, I was say, is that... yeah, you want to do a quick playoff uh, prediction thing here before we wrap it up? Sure. Let's do it. All right, as I'll just go quick um, to start. Obviously, I've been talking about it. I just got a funny feeling about the Cardinals this year, so I'm sticking with them to win it all. Um, I did have the Nationals, I think, winning this game. Let me just double-check that. Um, not looking good so far. But, man, oh, playoff baseball is so cool because they're like on their feet every fucking two seconds. Um, yeah, I had the Nationals tonight. I have, uh, I had Oakland over Tampa Bay. Sorry, Josh. Um, Gross. I think either team's going to get swept by the Astros anyway. Um, fuck the Yankees. I picked the Twins to win. Um, that's probably wrong because the Yankees will probably win. Also, if the Twins lose their first game in that series... The longest losing postseason streak in history. Really? Right now, yeah, they're tied with the Red Sox. Fun fact. Um, I got the I, I got the good. Dodgers and Cardinals winning in the division series out there. I got the Astros sweeping in the ALCS. I got the Cardinals over the Dodgers, and then I got the Cardinals. Winning it all over the Astros, my MVP is Marcel Ozuna. So you have the oh. Astros sweeping both series? Yep. Of their first two mm-hmm. series? Interesting. What do you got, Josh? Uh, I have Tampa Bay winning the wild card. I have Tampa Bay beating Houston. And Ooh. I have um, the Twins beating the Yankees. And it's going to be the Twins going to the World Series. Um. Then the other side, I think I had, I'm pretty sure I had Washington, too. Uh, so Washington, and then I'm looking at the bracket. Is it Washington? Would it be Washington and Atlanta? Against, or against L.A. Dodgers. Yeah. Oh, no. So, yeah, I have L.A. I have L.A. beating them, and then I have Atlanta um, on the other side. So the NLCS would be Atlanta and L.A., and then L.A. winning, and then the Twins winning the World Series. Who's the MVP? Max Kepler. Oh, that's fun. Mm. Wow. Does it for Germany. Yeah, man. Homeland. Homering, Hagen does. Love me some Max Kepler. I also made made another one that was Nelson Cruz, just because he probably will drop bombs, but, you know, it's whatever. Cool. Hmm. Um, sweet. I had, I think, similar to you guys, <laughs> mistakenly t- taking the Nationals over Milwaukee. Um, but then, sorry, Josh, I had Oakland over Tampa Bay. Um, <laughs> a- ALDS, I had Houston sweeping Oakland in three games. And then the Yankees beating Minnesota in four. NLDS, I had the Dodgers beating Washington in four games. Atlanta in a dogfight, five games over the Cardinals of St. Louis. Then in the terms of the championship series games, uh, ALCS, Houston over the Yankees in seven games. I think it's going to be very stressful. And I, to be honest, my... I saw your tweet today. I feel like my brain 
Yeah, my brain is telling me that the, the Yankees, I don't know, I feel like they're, they've been quietly hot too. I'm kind of afraid of that. Of like, okay, they're they're letting the uh, the Astros get a lot of the hype and a lot of the this year, but at the same time, they might be a little, little chip on their shoulder and feel like they're getting maligned a little bit, so I'm scared of that. Um, but I didn't have the guts to put them in the World Series because then they're too close to winning, and I don't want that. Um, and then I have the Dodgers over Atlanta in six games for the NLCS. And then in terms of the World Series, I think the Dodgers get over the hump um, over Houston, seven-game series. Why not? Why not? And MVP would be Walker Bueller yep. for pitching three games Whoa. in the series. Whoa. That'd be cool. That would be cool. That was, and it'd be cool, too, in terms of like a passing of the torch moment. Also kind of weird if if it's like, oh, Kershaw couldn't win on his own. He needed another guy to anchor <laughs> the rotation. I think that'd be kind of funny, yeah. too. Um, not that people would really care at that I'm point. Gonna do, like, I'm going to okay. do Steve's real quick. Off the top of my head. He's just going to have the Braves winning. That's it. <laughs> He's going to have... And that was Yankees, his bracket. Yankees, Braves. Yeah, yep. That's what yep, I think. I agree. He's going to have... And MVP has to be someone on his team, so it's got to be oh, Acuna. Oh, yeah, obviously. He's probably only going to have teams advance that he, had, he owns yeah. players of theirs. So, um... Definitely he's Dodgers a big Matt Olsen Braves. guy, so he's going to take the A's. Yeah, um, <laughs> He yeah. did. I just looked. He okay, did. let's see. He definitely took the Yankees. Uh, he definitely took the Astros. Springer did not take the Yankees. He did not take the Yankees. He took Minnesota for the Yankees. Wow. That's surprising. That's surprising. He's, he is a Yankees fan after all. <laughs> wow, that's shocking. This uh... Houston over Oakland in five games for him. Okay. And then NL wise, um, Dodgers. Uh, over Milwaukee in four, Atlanta over St. Louis in four, and then Houston over Minnesota in six games for the ALCS, Atlanta over the Dodgers in six games for the NLCS, and then World Series <laughs> MVP Ronald Acuna Jr. Um, <laughs> and the Braves Braves beat Houston in seven. I'm sure George Springer is probably the runner-up in terms yep. of MVP voting somehow. <laughs> uh, going back to these Red Sox prospects, this Gibalt, Gibalter, I, I can't pronounce his first name. Gil, Gilberto Jimenez. Gilberto. I yeah, I know. That. That's what I'm saying. I'm looking at him. He's in their top 10 right now. He, oh, he's he, fantastic. He hit 360 in 60 games. And, uh, and they low. Well, they don't have power. But apparently he's super fast. Slap hitter. He's like... Victor Robles. No, he's not. He's like Malik Smith. I there guess. you go. I consider them kind of the same people. Robles is a 2020 guy. As of this year. Let's yeah, see. yeah. Was yeah. the jump ball isn't juiced. That's fair. Tell you what, though. It wasn't Tristan Case is the only top 100 prospect, though. It's like, we still... More. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, we need more help. Yep. Yeah, they're they're young, for the most part. A lot of them are. Young. I forgot they drafted this guy named Cameron Cannon. His last name is Cannon. It's just a great last name for a baseball player or a quarterback. Oh, the shortstop, yeah. right? Didn't have a great year, offensively, but that's all right. I've got a package from Mookie. All right, well. This will be the last thing we talk about. Okay. 
hope it's headlined by Mickey Moniac. <laughs> no, it's Tucson. So Tucson, Minter, and Newcomb. I'd take it. What? I think I would. If he's not going to sign here anyway, no, don't get some pitching. No, we went, we went down that road. I don't care if he's not. We don't know he's not going to sign here. We know he's not going to extend here. Just saying. I want to go down swinging. Although, so do I. I'm just saying, counterpoint. Would be interesting. Him, I'd take. It. Yeah. What if they did something similar to that? They take that type of deal, and then they try the whole John Lester slash uh, yeah. a Chapman deal. Puke. And try to sign him when he's a free agent. I, I think it's dangerous, but kind of interesting. Yeah. I don't like it, but I know. I know. Yeah. I see where you're coming what from. If they're in cahoots, what if Mookie's just making back deals? What? You took him back, but would it's just a matter of if he'd be okay with it, right? Would you not take him back, Oliver? <laughs> not if you trade him to the Yankees. Imagine. What? I didn't say the Yankees. No, of course I oh, want him back, but I don't want to trade him. You'd never want to see him in another uniform. No, never. There's no reason to do it. What if there's a team that's like really missing that one piece, and they're willing to like offer a if ton, just like my, with Chapman? If you can literally blow my cock off, then we'll be talking. Clayton Kershaw. No, we wouldn't do that. <laughs> you need to give me Clayton like. Kershaw, you need to give me Alex Verdugo. And if I'm the Do- if I'm getting if I'm trading to the Dodgers, I'm definitely taking Verdugo, and I'm taking May, and I'm taking. Oh, that's the pitcher yeah. with the long yeah, hair, Dustin right? May. I'm taking Dustin May. I'm yeah. taking Verdugo, and I'm taking like two Double A guys. I need I need what an about? overpayment from somebody. Like like you said earlier, yeah. pennies on the dollar. If it's pennies on the dollar, count me out. I mean, the thing is, though, I don't know if the Dodgers are a good candidate for that. In terms of, like, would they do that? They just did that with Machado. It really didn't work out. And not that they had to give up much for him, but I feel like they're a little risk-averse in that yeah, sense. Plus, they have Bellinger. It's anyway. not like they... True. But, you know, it was a team that could be interesting next year. The if Padres. They... Padres potentially, or Oakland. Oakland's who I was thinking of, though, of like a good core, but not quite like a superstar to really like put them over the top. If they traded for okay, a, so a what do you get? Do you get Lazaro or Puck? Probably get one of those. Maybe Jorge Mateo. Mm, okay, I don't maybe. know anything about Mateo. I only know Puck and Lazardo. That'd be it's, it's at least interesting, yeah. though. You know what I mean? I don't know, like a team like yeah. that, or um. And, I mean, they have a, enough young arms, too, already, in terms of, I don't know, maybe you get a Sean Manea type or something like that. Because they have a good roster. Yeah, they do. A's roster is deep. It's like they're banged up right now, but for the most part, it's like crazy. And even you got a guy like um, Frankie Montas. Obviously, he had his uh, PED kind of issues, but at the same time, it's like <laughs> like they didn't even really need him or miss him much. Frankie. That could be interesting. Padres. Padres. Chris, Chris Paddock. Go get him. You know what's crazy is they, like, 
the A's basically comp- they completely whiffed on the Donaldson trade, and they're still chilling. Oh yeah. Brett Laurie, your guy, Gary. Yeah. yeah, Brett Laurie, enemy of the podcast. Speaking of which, fucking what's his name? Mo Money Michelle is back in business <laughs> this week. You see Dude, that? He was. Oh, I don't. I didn't text you guys. Do you see like where he was? No. In terms of, he's getting a lot of, lot of traction today. I uh, I saw um, Jerry Thornton. He posted a blog on Barstool, um, and put a Mo Money Chanel tweet on no, it. No, he didn't. A couple dude. articles came out. Yes, I swear <laughs> to God, that was one of them. It, it's like a, it's an article on Stefan Diggs, where it's like, oh, Stefan Diggs tweeted something, so naturally, all of Patriots Twitter thinks that he's on the way, and they put that as one of the tweets. Um, there's a couple other ones too, where. I think it was on, I think, Michelle Beadle's radio show. It got mentioned, 98.5. They they mentioned Mo Money Chanel. Oh I'm not God, even joking. Dude. It is crazy. There was an article, too, that was it's kind of a random football website, but it was I, I had never, never seen it before, but it was like one of, those, one of those blog websites that's probably got decent enough of a following. But they, like, defended um, Mo Money Chanel to the degree that they were saying, Oh, he might not have the uh, the name recognition of Ian Rappaport or Adam Schefter, but he did get Minka Fitzpatrick right uh, to the Steelers. Oh, I'm <laughs> so looking funny. at it. So they're like building his credibility. <laughs> oh, I'm looking at Thornton's blog right now. So funny. Oh my god. That's too funny, dude. What a legend. <laughs> Get him on a podcast. He's already at eleven hundred followers. He's again. back up to eleven hundred. That's so fucking. That's so funny. Yeah. His last tweet, or one of his last tweets, um, hashtag Patriots are releasing Cam Mer- Cam Meredith, making a roster spot for Diggs. Still need his contract restructured. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> oh. This shit. This I saw it today because this shit was so funny. Uh, someone replied, like a like a Vikings fan, said, "This is fake news. Pats couldn't give us what they want in return. We don't throw away a weapon like that." And Mo <laughs> Chanel goes, "You don't throw to a weapon like that, anyways." <laughs> <laughs> oh, Too funny. I love it. It's Shout so out funny. to and then he's got the hashtag Mo's Army. Yeah, hashtag Mo's Army. Shout out to Mo Money <laughs> Chanel. Keep doing your thing, bro. Friend of the program. Keep. He likes our stuff, yeah, too. Yeah, keep on keeping on. He's a quote-tweet machine. Appreciate the uh, publicity. Uh, so with that... So funny. Uh, you know, a little bright spot to, to finish up a kind of sad talk we had today about Mookie Betts. Um, you guys got anything else before we wrap it up? Any NFL takes? Uh, next week when we have a full roster, we'll go through our playoff teams and switch one out for a new one. Oh, I forgot we're supposed to do that. If Steve was here, we okay. would do it tonight, but he's not here, so we'll wait till next week. Um, any? How are you feeling about the the Patriots though overall in terms of? I know we can ask Josh about the Falcons in a second here too. Uh, oh, I didn't want to talk about them. <laughs> okay, week. Patriots okay. takeaways. Nope. The defense is really, 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 really fucking good. Uh, Tom Brady had... I said this today to my buddies at work, and I was like, I think that's the worst 
Patriots offense game I've watched them play since like Matt Castle. Like they were so bad. They punted like ten times and they still won because the defense is so good. So I'm feeling great. Um, we get a we get a. I don't know if you've looked at their schedule, but I think they have like they have the Redskins this week, then they have the Jets, then they have I think one more kind of easy game, and then they have like a murderer's row of like six tough games in a row. They have like the Browns, the Chiefs. Uh, the yeah, it Cowboys. goes Redskins, Giants, Jets, then Browns, Ravens, Eagles. Oof, yeah. Then Cowboys, then Texans, okay, then Chiefs. But then you finish up with, like, the Dolphins and the Bills at home, and you're in Cincy. The Bengals, I think. too. Yeah, so uh, I feel pretty good. I'm not saying, like, 16-0 based on the way the offense played against a good defense. The O-line is concerning because they're so banged up. They don't have the same running game they did last year right now. But what's encouraging is usually the defense starts slow. Like the past few years anyway, it's been like the defense has been starting slow and the offense has been clicking. The offense was clicking up until this past week when they had like a real test. Another takeaway on that game is that the Bills are legit. The Bills are good. Even with Josh Allen, he did not play well uh, this past weekend. He just tried to do too yeah, much. Like, t- t- yeah, yep, yep. And that's what. And actually, he one thing too on that note. A couple times. Yeah, uh, and I don't know. I really don't have experience playing per se, so I, I can't really be one to talk. But at the same time, watching a decent amount of football, that hit um, in terms of uh, on Josh Allen by was it Jonathan uh, Jones. Yeah, thank you, Jonathan Jones. I kept wanting to say Jonathan Joseph, but I wasn't. No, it wasn't that. Um, that was not like that's that's Josh Allen kind of exposing himself and leaning in the wrong yeah. direction. People trying to compare that to the perfect hit—that's insane to I me. Agree. And I don't know. I don't know if that's out of line saying that, but I was just curious on your takes of that. No, I. It's in the gray area of a penalty for me because one, Josh Allen is a runner at that point. He wasn't sliding or anything like he should. Like if he slid right there, then this isn't a conversation. If he's smart and slide, but he tried to get the first down. He was getting dragged down. He lowered his head. Jonathan Jones led with his shoulder, but because Jones uh, Allen was being dragged down, the helmet to helmet. So you kind of have to throw the penalty there. Um, and I get that, but it, just in terms of like people saying it was dirty to like take it to the next no. level saying oh he should have gotten ejected because he's wearing i really don't think uniform. so yeah what about you josh coming from a patriots i am away. watching it right now okay i didn't see it okay so my my bad seriously you see the perfect hit though perfect hit was yes yeah, but no surprise yeah and that's the thing that's like standalone moment you don't suspend a guy like it definitely or for the rest of the season for that, but just knowing his track when record. When you have 12 uh, other instances. Yeah. I don't know. It's not intentional. I don't think. With Perfect. The... Oh, the uh, the Jonathan Jones hit? Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, that doesn't... Uh, he went to go lower his it shoulder, kind of like... missed with his head. His head was turned left away from Josh Allen. Like, eh, no. It's not, it's not like deserving player. suspension or anything, right? No, no, absolutely not. I mean, he was definitely trying to strong arm him. He just 
got his head in the play a little bit. Yeah, I agree. Also, Josh Allen's like 6'5", 240, and Jonathan Jones is like 5'10", 180. <laughs> so, you know. True. Any other uh, NFL takes before we wrap it up? Yeah, you want the uh, top five Martin metric quarterbacks last yeah, week? Yeah, lay it on me. <laughs> so, Philip Rivers uh, had a 71.6, and perfect is 87.2, just so you know. Uh, uh, so, excuse Phillip me. Philip Rivers, 71.6. Mason <laughs> Rudolph, 70.9. Marcus Mariota, 66.3. Mason Rock, Rudolph with that? Will, yeah, his passer rating was through the roof. 124.6. Check down city. It goes, in, goes into the equation. Um, let's see. Russell Wilson was four at 65.3. Jameis Winston uh, was five at 63.8. Who was uh, bottom three? Oh. Bottom three. Josh Allen, 24 points. Um, Dwayne Haskins, 29.6. And Tom Brady, 31. Haskins did not look no. good. I know that. And obviously, it's a small sample. He's also thrown to the fire in like the middle of the second quarter. It was the most Redskins thing ever. Mm, it's not even I mean, like should... it wasn't even like okay, it's halftime. Haskins, you're in. It's kind of just like hey, you're in. Yeah, but that that giant secondary is just bad. Yeah, I was surprised he didn't make at least a little bit of noise. He could not do anything. I think he will. I mean, they shouldn't play him this weekend against the Patriots because that's just asking for more trouble. That's insane to me, though, if they would... Although, I guess if they bench Keenum, then it's like, okay. Yeah. Well, because actually three guys are up for grabs, right? <laughs> Keenum, McCoy... Yeah, right now I think and Haskins Colt are all McCoy competing. is projected to start. I think. You know what's wild? I was, like, looking through... I was trying to, like, finish some of the week, stat, week two stats up because I, like, skipped that week for some reason. Dude, week two, Russell Wilson's total time in the pocket was one eight nine seconds. Seconds. Dude. How many? And his passer, one point eight nine seconds. Not long. Not long at all. His passer rating one thirty one, and his percentage was eighty two point nine. He was number one in the Martin ranking. He's a good football wild. player. That is crazy. I wish I had that nugget when week two happened. You know what nugget I wish I had in terms of fantasy football? That Chris Godwin was going to A, play the entire time, and that the Rams defense was not going to try. Yeah. Because that cost me wins in a couple <laughs> leagues. I'm looking at my fantasy team right now, and it still hurts me. I'm, uh, dropped. If, if oh. anyone cares, I'm 0-4 in my 2QB league, but I'm like fifth in points out of 10 people. That's insane. That's annoying. Yeah, super annoying. <laughs> I for the fourth year in a row, I did not draft enough running backs in any of my leagues. <laughs> I finally, I finally just... overdrafted running backs in Steve's league this year, so I'm chilling right now. My even on my bench, I have like Frank Gore and Royce Freeman and like two other ones, I think. So I finally played it smart in that oh. league and kept two running backs. You know, it was. Meant to be for. I'm glad I got to ride out Gronk's career in that league, but it's kind of a blessing that he retired, so I wasn't forced to keep him because I would have kept him again if he came back, definitely, and would have lost DJ. I'm, 
I'm three and zero in Steve's league. I'm sorry, Connor to Connor Ryan, who's getting married this week, to to beat him during his wedding week. But <laughs> gotta do what you gotta, you gotta do. Do what you gotta do. Yeah, man. <laughs> he's a fantasy champion in baseball, so you know what? Yeah, you he can, can talk yeah, all the shit fine. he wants. God, that's gonna this is gonna be an annoying. His draft review is gonna <laughs> fucking be so annoying next year. I can already hear, I can already like, uh, see the smile on his face while he's writing. Hi, is your defending champion? I think yeah. these teams are good. Oliver, your draft oh, sucked excited. yet again. Yeah, I know. I suck at drafting. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> oh man. Any final takes? Good. I'm good. I'm good. Cool. So we will be recording on Tuesday again next week, so it won't be out again until Wednesday next week. That'll be three weeks in a row. Yay for us. Um, thanks for listening, even on late weeks. We got good numbers again last week. Uh, hopefully this Mookie talk keeps us going. Um, yeah, shout out to... Shout out Josh. Yeah, <laughs> Josh subbing in there. Uh, yeah, shout out to people that still listen to us. For whatever reason, just, just know it's preach. Just preach. Appreciate it. Yeah. Shout Not out a lot of, Shout out Baker Mayfield. No shout out this podcast, but... <laughs> Baker gang. He deserves it. Baker... You know what? Baker Mania is back on for the masses, and I just want him to know that I never left. That's all. If I ever meet Baker, I'll just let him know that. Also, there's here's your fun stat of the night. There's only three teams in the AFC above 500. They are. The New England Patriots. The, Patriots, the Buffalo Bills. And another round of... The Chiefs? Yep. There's only teams That's above it? 500. There's six teams that are 2-2. Two and two. The Browns, Ravens, and the entire AFC South is all are all two and two. Who, who is the third best team in the AFC? Obviously, record standpoint, it would say the Bills. But like, if you're if you had to predict who is the best chance of making it to the AFC Championship outside of the Chiefs and the, Pats, yeah, those are the, the easy options. I feel like we'd all agree. That's but tough. Who do we got? It is tough. You got the the Browns are interesting. The Ravens are still interesting. Bills certainly seem like they've proved themselves I think, to a certain I still extent. Think the Chargers are interesting. True. I love Chargers. the Chargers. Um, right now, gun to my head. The... Or the South. What about the South? In terms of the, uh, I don't really, I don't know, the Colts have kind of tapered down a little bit. Texans seem like they don't really know what they're Outside doing. Outside of those two teams, the Chiefs and Patriots, gun to my head, team that I think could make a run would be the Ravens. Actually, no. Their defense sucks. Their defense is terrible. And I thought their I, defense. I, mean, was, I don't fucking know. Almost be down know. with that, though. I have no idea. I don't know the answer to that question. Tough. Yeah, it's wide open. Two through six, uh, three through six is wide open. I don't know. Chargers, sure. Chargers. I love the Chargers. Jaguars, Minshew Magic, baby. You know what? Jaguars, not bad. St- I, I, I don't hate that. Spoiler alert for next week: they're still in the playoffs for me. Ooh. Ooh. I don't know about that. Sneak that peek. division sucks. So the Texans... That is, that is the most up-for-grabs division. Of all time. Ever. Of all time. 
I, you know what? I picked the Texans to win Both it. South I feel are. Like I... NFC South is, uh, I don't know. The Saints are actually oh holding God. on kind of well. Falcons but... are so garbage. Yeah, give us give us the Falcons a minute here, Josh. What's They just fucking suck. Dan Quinn <laughs> needs to get fired. They need to get rid of Devonta Freeman. He just does I don't know if it, he doesn't want to be there or they're just not using him properly. And if they're not using him properly, then they have to find a fucking offensive coordinator that actually is going to do something positive with him. Like, they're just not producing on offense right now. Nothing. Defensively, we lost Keanu Neal again. Like, what the fuck? If they're going down that road, fuck on defense. So, I don't know. Nobody's healthy, it seems like. I just think the organization needs an overhaul right now. It's too much negativity, too too many things have happened for nothing to happen. You know, like it's kind of the opposite of the Red Sox. <laughs> like, yeah, sign Mookie Betts. Like they're good with him, but get rid of some of these people. You're not fucking gonna. If the, even if it's so, it sounds like uh, everything's going smoothly down in Atlanta. No, <laughs> sucks. Oh. Things are great. All right. How about um? Wait, okay. one last okay. question. Are you guys? In any um, like survival or um, yes, what's it called? Eliminator challenge. How are you doing? Good. I'm four and zero. Nice. Same in mine. I've, I'm I'm curious though. Who are you taking week five? Who are the Dolphins playing? <laughs> Dolphins are playing. I think I picked against the Dolphins every week so far, besides week one. Oh, really? I would for the rest. I did of that the week year. one actually. Over. I forgot who I took week one, but week two I took Pat. Dolphins might be on a bye. I went. Pats, Cowboys, Chargers these last three weeks. Pats. We... You already used the Pats? Yeah, I'm playing it safe this year. Yeah, I'm still going bold. I did Baltimore first, Texans second, third week. I took the Bills. Fourth week, I took the Chargers. So I'm, I've still got, still got the Rams, the Cowboys. I almost took the Rams this past week. When I, was, I would have, to be honest, I was close. When I was typing it out, I was like, I'm going with the Los Angeles, and I took a few seconds. Let's see, this week, I don't like the same. Eagles are a popular pick. Eagles over the Jets, yep. that's a solid pick. Um, um, actually, I submitted my pick today. I picked the Bears over the Raiders, because I'm still going bold. Kind of, I kind of feel good about the Chiefs at home against the Colts. Uh, I do like the Bears. Actually, I don't know. Eagles, maybe. I don't trust the Eagles. I'll probably end up going with the Chiefs this week. Derek Carr just sucks. I kept talking myself into that. I know, Although, you know what? He scrolls away from Oakland. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, how how long is Trubisky out for? Uh, I'm not sure. A little while. According okay. to Leroy, three six. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, you know what? Vikings too. Vikings are the Giants potentially. That'd be a bold one. That'd be that probably a be, dumb one. But that'd be a bold one for sure. I feel like I'm the last person in the world that still kind of believes in Kirk Cousins. <sighs> After years of proving that he can't win against good teams, he just beats up on bad teams. Yep. And the Dolphins are on a bye this week, so I'm screwed. All right, that's it, though. I got to go to bed. 
Yeah, cool. sure. All right, see you guys. See you.